Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You an edge to beat the spread and so much more. What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's you better you bet from BetQL. Hour number two, you better you bet here on a Tuesday. PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. We're with you guys until 7 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, now we are over on stadiums. Make sure you go to watchstadium.com. You can Tune in, watch us there. You can also continue listening to us on Sirius Channel 160 or Sirius XM 205, or you can follow along on twitch.tv slash BetQL or over on YouTube. Search Odyssey Sports. Mark and I rolling through the Week 17 games in the NFL. We were talking Jets and Browns. Last thing on this game for me, Mark, that I'll add, you brought up Jets team total under. I like that play a lot with Simeon starting. One of my favorite stats in the NFL this year is that the Browns have the best points per game on defense at home and the worst points per game on defense and road games, right? And you like mm-hmm. kind of think about Browns games this season, how dominant they are at home. And then when they go on the road, you know, a lot of these games are in the 30s, sometimes in the 40s. Even that Houston game last week, they were scoring some late points. So they're at home on a short week against Trevor Simeon. I- I'm with you. I think that Jets team total under is is a good look as well. Yeah, I think so. I think that's how you have to play it. And again, it's, you know, when you look at how the teams are built, like the pass rush with Cleveland, being able to take advantage of that Jets offensive line with Trevor Simeon, I don't think they move the ball. And when laying the points, you know, when deciding whether to lay the points, you're you're just worried about are the Browns going to score enough on offense against the Jets secondary, you know, and and this kind of takes that out of the equation. You don't have to worry about it, right? You can just root for defense, root for sacks. The dog pound's going to be going wild. So, you know, listen, Cleveland's thirsty for this, man. You know, so I think they're they're going to be – it's going to be a, a crazy environment for the Jets to go into, and I think the defense really wins the day there. Amari Cooper sitting at 54-and-a-half receiving yards, Mark. David Njoku sitting at 48-and-a-half. I mean, after Amari had 265 last week, right, and he's sitting at 54-and-a-half. I don't know if that's something I want to touch. And then Njoku – 
Look, I mean, watching Flacco for a decade with the Ravens, I can tell you right now, the guy loves his checkdowns to running backs and he loves his tight ends. That's what he's been doing with the Browns. So I think you just you got to keep playing Njoku every week. Anytime touchdowns, play the receptions, play the yards. Um, I think it's another good play this week against Jets defense who usually struggles against tight ends. Agree. And, you know, on the surface, you look at it like, okay, like, you know, where do you think the Browns are going to have more success, you know, over the middle or attacking the Jets secondary, you know, probably over the middle with the Joku, right? And, you know, the other part of it is, as you mentioned, you know, do you really want to enter the market now after Cooper had 265 yards? Like, that's the worst possible time you can enter the market on a wide receiver. So, uh, you know, I agree with you. Pass on Cooper, buy on the Joku, and, uh, you know, buy on that Browns defense. Might play some Miles Garrett stack props, too. That's that's another good look. I like that, especially right now in the uh, in the odds market, the futures market on BetMGM. Him and Micah Parsons are like one A and one B, so certainly a good game and a good matchup for Miles Garrett. Speaking of Micah Parsons, he's going to be playing on Saturday night. This will act as the Monday night football game this week. Buck and Aikman will be on the call for Cowboys Lions. Dallas favored by six. They're back at home, and I believe this is the highest total of the year that we have in the NFL at 53 and a half. So here we go, Mark. Dallas is back at home. They're laying six against a good Detroit team. Are you just continuing with this narrative that we fade the Cowboys on the road against bad teams and we just back them at home? We take the team total over at home? Is that what you're looking at? I don't know. It seems high, right? Like, I get Dallas at home and they run it up. They score 40 points, but like, do we really think there's six points difference between Dallas and Detroit? Like that, that seems like a lot to me, especially if we expect, you know, this is a, a situation where like Jared Goff's on the road, but he's on the road indoors. Like he's not, he's playing in climate controlled environment. Like, you know, Ben Johnson, you know, is going to be doing his thing. He's going to be in his bag. I think that they match up well against Dallas's defense who likes to play a lot of man. So I think that that, you know, allows Johnson to do more from his, you know, vantage point. So um, I I don't know if Dallas gets to stops here. Like Detroit, fourth best pass blocking offensive line, right? So if we're talking about, you know, the movement in the defensive player of the year awards market, you know, Garrett gets the Jets offensive line. You know, Parsons has to go up against, uh, you know, Detroit's offensive line. So I I think we could see a shift, you know, after this week in that market. But um, I just think this seems like a lot of points for Dallas. You know, they're coming off a, a loss against Miami. It's the perfect bounce back spot coming at home, but I, I don't know. I don't like laying this number with the Cowboys, um, and the total's too high for me to play over. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it's like again this time of year, the numbers are pretty efficient, but I, I think that the this one's a tough game to bet. It is for me. I think I'm just going with that Dallas team total over. It's juice minus one thirty <laughs> to twenty nine and a half points. I, that's that's what I'm banking on. You know, I'm with you. Six seems a little high. I really don't want to play the over. You think these two teams indoors on a fast track, it's probably going to be high scoring. I'm just going to take Dallas. I'm going to take their offense at home against that Lions defense. I think that's the safest, the best bet that you can make in this game. So for me, that's the play is the Cowboys team total over. Do you think Dallas money still comes in? Like, do you think it gets higher? (sighs) It's a good question. I I think maybe it can reach six and a half. I don't think it reaches seven. I don't think it reaches seven. Yeah, seven I, I would I, have to buy Detroit. I, I would too. 
That's a good question, though. Like, do I think it would go to six and a half before it goes to five and a half? I, I would think so. I would think so. I think mm-hmm. it goes to six and a half before it goes to five and a half. Because I-, I agree. I think most people are going to look at this game and they're going to say, all right, it's Dallas at home, but Detroit's a good team. It's not like golf is going to be outdoors. Like six seems like a lot of points. But I just, Dallas is one of those teams. They're a week-to-week team, and they have showed us. When they go on the road and they play good teams, you can't bet them. And when they're at home, you just, you bet them. And you take their team total mm-hmm. over. So that's what I'm going to do. I'll lay, I'll take the team total over with Dallas. 29 and a half, that should be a really good one on Saturday night. We also have the Bills playing host to the Patriots. Buffalo is on a four-game win streak, and uh, they're laying 12 against New England. The total is 41. Patriots beat the Bills earlier in the year. I think we all expect the Bills to win this game, but uh, Mark, do you like the Bills to cover that big number? No, I'm not laying 12 with the Bills. I like New England a little bit here. I might bet New England. Like I think they can keep this game close. Didn't they beat them earlier in the year? They beat Buffalo earlier in the year. Um, I think, listen, what has made Buffalo's offense successful is Brady going to cook and then establishing the running game, taking the pressure off of Josh Allen, right? Those are the things that help this offense work, right? All the people that are saying that, you know, Josh Allen doesn't deserve to be MVP are kind of pointing to that. Like the offense got better when we get less Josh Allen, right? More, you know, cook. And so you're not running against Belichick, like not this Patriots defense. That's not going to work. So it's going to be all Josh Allen. And I think that that could, you know, you could see that the turnovers and the things that hampered them, you know, through the majority of the season here. So in the New England, very simple offense, right? You know, Zappy, you know, likes to throw these little short screen passes and check downs, but it could work against this Buffalo defense who's not great, you know? So I I, 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 I might play it at 12 here. Maybe over, but I would play it at 12. Yeah, it's obviously super, super early in the week, but right now it's 50-50 on the bets for both sides on this 12. So it feels like a good number. I I, I think I'm going to pass. Like, I, I really have no strong feelings on this game. I think it's a good spot for Buffalo, if anything, just because you're getting the pats off of a big road win. They have to go back on the road. The Bills, obviously, like, that was their letdown game, right? They had played three tough games in a row, back to back to back. I mean, it was Dallas. It was Kansas City. It was Philadelphia. It was just tough games. And then they get the letdown. They play a Chargers team that had given up 63. They fly across the country, play on the road on a short week. They escape that. Now they move on to next week. And this is a team that they lost to earlier in the year. It's the Patriots. This is obviously a franchise that has owned them throughout the years. I think that means something to their players, their coaches, their organizations, knowing what this rivalry, what this game means to their fans, especially when the game is in Buffalo. And historically, I mean, the last two, three years, when Buffalo plays bad teams, when they're getting numbers like this, they normally, they cover, right? I mean, when they play bad teams, they usually beat them bad. So it's not one of my favorite plays. I don't know if it'll even be an official play for me, but if I had to make it, I probably would lay the 12 with the Bills in this game. Um, the, yeah, the total. I mean, anything in the total for you at 41? I think over. Patriots offense. I think, I mean, yeah, I think I mean, New England's going to be able to. New England's going to be able to score some, you know? So I mm-hmm. like, I think that, you know, if I think if you're, you're going to lay this 12, you have to bet over, right? Like it's not, you know, they're not going to, 
you know, win this game 24, nothing. Like I, I think New England's going to score some and, you know, you're kind of banking on this Bill's offense having a huge day against New England's defense. And I, I'm just not there yet. Like, I don't, I think the Bills whole season has been a bit of a letdown game. Like they, like, I just don't think that they're right. A little bit like the Eagles. Like they just kind of shoot themselves in the foot all the time. And it's just kind of become part of their DNA. And I, I don't know. I, I think against teams that they can run the ball with, I think against, you know, I think they're going to be dangerous, but against teams that can shut down that run like New England, I think they're going to struggle. All right, we got an interesting game in Chicago this week. Atlanta playing the Bears. Bears are three-point favorites at home. The total is 38. Um, This is an interesting game, Mark. Chicago's only favored by three. They're playing a lot better football, right? Ever since Justin Fields has come back, he's playing a lot better. When Since they traded for Montez Sweat, the defense is playing mm-hmm. much better. So what are your thoughts on this Bears-Falcons game, getting the Falcons a dome team? playing outside in uh, in the elements in Chicago in December. Yeah, I like the Bears here. I think, you know, when you talk about the defense, it's not just Montez Sweat. You know, they got real healthy in the secondary, and I think like right around the same time. And I think that that's, you know, really key here. Uh, you know, Atlanta, I don't know. I, I bet against them last week, you know, with, with the Colts, obviously, square play. Um, you know, they, they got the job done there. But I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I think, you know, against any kind of, average defensive team I think Atlanta is going to struggle so I think Fields will be able to do enough you know offensively to where you know they can win this game and now you're getting Atlanta on the road you know probably a bad spot from that vantage point you know I'll sit and wait and see where the line goes hopefully some Atlanta money comes in we can get this under the key number but if I had to bet it now I mean I would bet it at uh you know I would probably bet it at Chicago minus three yeah, I don't I don't know what I would do in this game, man. I certainly like it a lot better with, with Heineke. Like, if this was Desmond Ritter, I'd be all over the Bears, right? Minus three, Ritter yeah. outside. But with Heineke, with Heineke, I like Atlanta even better. I mean, this line is telling you to bet the Falcons. Like, it just feels like the way these two teams are – it's just like first look at this line, like you would think the Bears should be favored by a little bit more. Um, I think Atlanta's probably a good teaser leg this week at plus nine. I think it's going to be a one-score game, low total at 38. It's going to come down to the wire. Atlanta, you know, any chance that they have of making the playoffs, they they have to win this game. Just a weird game. It's not it's not really something I have any kind of strong opinion on. Falcons have been, like, one of my more profitable teams. I feel like I have a good read on Atlanta most mm-hmm. of the time, when to fade them, when to back them. This game, though, I I really have no feel on it. Yeah, I just think the he- the whole Heineke thing is interesting because, you know, I think he's a backup for a reason in this league. Like, he's a turnover machine, and he's, you know, he doesn't take care of football well, you know. It, and I, I think we're going to see that come to fruition here against a pretty solid Bears secondary, you know, with decent pass rush. Like, defensively, they're not, you know, they're not going to be able to run the ball in Chicago, um, you know, as, as well as I think they want to. So I, I just think, you know, again, against bad defenses, you can survive with Heineke without him going full Heineke. But here, like, I, I just think the Bears get the best of them on the road. You know, at, I think they get the job done. Bears are a team playing with confidence now. They feel like they made something out of their season. Not going to make the playoffs, but they're right behind Minnesota. You know, they're right behind Green Bay. And I think it'd be huge for them to kind of leapfrog, you know, one if not both of those teams before the end of the year. Yeah, should be uh, should be an interesting game in Chicago. Where are you on the whole Bears situation with Fields? And if you keep them or, you know, you have the number one pick most likely for Carolina, do you take Caleb or Drake May? Where are you 
on that whole decision? Like, if you were Chicago, would you hang on to Fields? And would you maybe get, like, Marvin Harrison with the number one pick? Would you trade Justin Fields? Like, what, what would you do? Yeah, I think it's tough, man, because you really want the best quarterback. Like, it's a quarterback league. Like, the whole league's yeah. about quarterback and, you know, play caller. Um, and, you know, I, I do think Caleb Williams probably has a higher ceiling than Justin Fields does in this league. Now, that being said, I think where the Bears went wrong is, is, you know, they didn't put the right offensive minds around him from a head coach coordinator perspective to where you can really evaluate him the way you want to. So I think that, you know, now they're kind of like, okay, do we like scrap the whole thing and start over or where do we go from here? But I, I think it's a tough situation, but I might lean towards, you know, just taking Caleb Williams and, and starting fresh air. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way too, especially because it's the mm-hmm. Bears, right? Like they already took Trubisky over Mahomes. They already were faced yep. with the number one pick this year. They decided not to get Stroud or Bryce Young. I just don't know if you can do that again. Even if you like Fields, like the potential, like you said, of Caleb, I think if you're the Bears, you have to go get Caleb Williams. So we'll see what happens. you got to get Minnesota, the right offensive guys around them, though. No question. Minnesota just scored a touchdown. They take a 16-10 lead over Bowling Green. Ten minutes to go in the third quarter. Mark likes that. Me, not so much. We're going to take a break, continue running through Week 17 in the NFL here on You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 